friends in Christ Jesus, you know, I recall last year, during St. Patrick's Day, uh, I preached a shocking children's sermon and left terrified toddlers with a big surprise, a visit from St. Patrick himself. Our little pre-K sissies cried like a pack of mincing pansies, just like they did when we showed them the passion of the Christ. The lights in the church were dimmed, and a ferociously bright green spotlight scanned over the crowd of unsuspecting youngsters huddled together in front of the congregation, and the men's choir began to hum in a steady drone, like Catholic monks stirring a cauldron of boiling saint relics, as the children moved closer together, casting pleading glances at the teachers, who used medium-voltage stun-guns to herd the timid tots onto the sculptured shag carpet steps leading up to the church's eighteen-carat rose-gold altar and tidal baptismal pool. After the startling splat of an adult horse being dropped from the rafters under the marble stage, I bellowed out in an ominous voice at the children, many of whom were warily picking pieces of equine innards from their blood-spattered clothing and hair. I am St. Patrick, I yelled, and I eat little children. My costume was so effective that every little child screamed at the top of their lungs. Most felt the tell-tale jolt of a stun-gun reminding them that they had visibly soiled the pants of their Sunday-school uniforms. You know, as a stage filled with darting coils of snakes, I lunged myself toward the terrified children and grabbed four-year-old Cody Johnson by the left foot. He bent down, Cody did, and I grabbed him and dangled him between an angry rattlesnake and over my sharp yellow teeth, and I said, My Catholic priests are hungry! But you look so tasty, I think I'll just bite off your tallywhacker myself and spit the rest of you out into Father O'Malley's bed. I let out a blood-curdling cackle, and Cody wet his pants and passed out. I tossed him aside, kicking the snake just seconds before it lunged at Cody's tender neck and making sure that his little head didn't hit the marble floor. Thank God two deacons were on hand to collect the child and bring him to the church infirmary. And then I said, Now who's next? I lunged frantically towards the children, and I screamed out, I drove the snakes out of filthy, rotten Ireland, and I'll drive you out of your crazy little minds. <laughs> I just waved my green hands in the air, and the children were clinging to each other, letting out deafening wails of terror. Most of them were so petrified that their little limbs were frozen, and they couldn't move. I work for the Catholic Church, and we have a shortage on little children right now. I remember Miss Hyde May Denkins, who was seated in the left pew, stood up and shouted, Take little Susie to the priest, St. Patrick. She's been watching the Cartoon Network without permission. She's seen SpongeBob SquarePants' penis. She's been a bad girl, a wicked, sinful servant of the Sartre Satan. Susie Duncan screamed, No, Mama, no. I never watch secular cartoons again. And I eyed little Susie. I said, You'd make a nice, tender, sweet little morsel for one of my demon red skirt-wearing bishops. They love to find out what's going on underneath that little poodle skirt, you little whore. She lost consciousness and passed out. Several deacons were on hand to smack her across the head and bring her limp, sinful carcass to the church infirmary. And I said... As I say each year, 
I'm going to let you little sissy scaredy cats off easy this time. I want you worthless little pansies to run off to your Sunday school classes right now. Your teachers there will learn you more about me and my Catholic church in Rome. Lock your doors and hide under your covers on March 17th, for on that day my drunken Catholic servants diddle their unholy private areas and pray to me, St. Patrick, and I come forth to steal the little beautiful Caucasian Baptist children like you and deliver you into the red velvet bedrooms of my servants, the priests. After all the children who fled were recovered, we turned the lights back on and I removed my St. Patrick's mask. Congregation of parents who had quietly watched from their tin-level tither mezzanine balcony applauded, and then rose to give me a standing ovation. Hopefully that message will stick with them for the rest of their lives, and this year we, we can't do it because we had some legal issues with one of the children, uh, and uh, we won't go into that now, but I wanted to just recount that uh, what happened last year. You have to set these kids straight on the straight and narrow when they're young. Amen? I mean, I thought the Mel Gibson blood fest would have toughened them up, but apparently we have a bunch of twinkle-toed fairies that need the fear of Jesus put in them. It's just a shame that I can't do that message again this year, so I thought I'd just recall it for you all. Sunday school classes that morning were an extension of my children's sermon, and youngsters were treated to a PowerPoint presentation developed by Jack T. Chick called Why Catholics Are Not Christians. Praise God.